What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of the Six. And without further ado, you know how I like to get down and operate. Let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. I hope all is well with you out there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Pandemonium and madness is going on within the country. I hope everybody is staying safe. I hope everybody is taking their vitamins, masking up, and looking out for one another in these strange, strange times. And before I recorded, I was talking to myself. I, I just seen a picture on Instagram. And if you guys haven't followed me already on Instagram, it's York. D-S, Y-O-R-K-D-E-E-S-Z. Appreciate the follow. You, gotta, you, gotta, you know, sometimes you got to plug yourself. You got to plug your own stuff, you know what I mean? But, um, nah, but on a, on a more, I don't even know, like a befuddled, dumbfounded point, I guess, because I was thoroughly confused. So they, white people, are, the white people are the Trump supporters, obviously stormed the building. I don't know, it like some type of, Congressional building. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't be paying attention to the news. I don't even watch TV no more. I only watch movies and like podcasts. But anyway, that's besides the point. What I'm trying to say is, I didn't get it. So the dude had um, taken um, a podium. Out of all the things, he took a podium, and I couldn't understand for the life of me why did he take a podium. Um, a podium, like out of everything. You went into a congressional building that they go meet and, and have uh, de- uh, deliberations and have meetings and all that good stuff about the future of the country and just about the, 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 just the country, period, at the current time. And the, the one thing you took was a podium. Now, if I was taking something, I'm taking a patent. I'm taking something way flyer than a podium. If you're already taking something, you might as well go all in. He picked up, he took the heaviest thing. In probably the in that general area, wherever the podium was at, he took the heaviest thing. And now I said, okay, I can lift weights. I consider myself a pretty fit guy. I'm not the most muscular guy, but I'm pretty lean. I'm slim. So I'm hence my nickname, Slim. I'm not really built, right? But I know how heavy podiums are. They're pretty heavy. They're pretty he- Just moving one with the wheels on it is like a good push. You know, you have to real pushy. Duke picked it up, and obviously, if you want to pick up something heavy, you pick it up at the base. Heaviest part is the base. So you pick it up, and then it's light for you. But um, he picked it up, and I said, why? You know? Why? Yeah. Why? You know, like, there's a certain things you just don't do, and you pick up. First of all, you don't storm uh you don't storm like a government official building. You don't break in. You broke in. That's a f- crime, right? Breaking and entering is a crime. So you did that and got away with it, okay? And everybody is just so confused on why when black people were protesting, it was a a bigger deal. Or they treated it as a bigger deal than people. And well, and I can tell you just why. It's the human psyche. Um, I... I said this before in the show. It's we live in a biased country. <laughs> we live in a um, a country that needs arguments. I don't know if I've said that, but I've said I think I believe I believe I've said we live in a biased country. The country will always be biased. The people that wrote the Constitution 
that we, the law of the land and that we live by was not for men for black people. We just somehow incorporated ourselves within that constitution because we are American. Technically, we're Americans. You know, technically, but I don't, you know, but, you know, so when you think of an American, you don't even think of black people. And I don't, I think of just white people or just white people. I think of Americans. You know, you're going to say African-American. You think when you say African-American, you say Asian-American, or when you say uh, Latino-American, Latina-American, Hispanic-American, that's when you're like, okay, that's Hispanic people, that's Asian people, that's black people. Right? We're just not just American. There's going to be a hyphen. There's going to be a, our race and then a hyphen. You know what I'm saying? Black American. A race, then a hyphen, and then American. You know? Um, so that's real. And like I said, when they, writ when they were writing the Constitution back way, I don't even, like what, seven? I don't even know when they were writing the Constitution. I know, and I'm a history guy, but they didn't include black people or any other race any other kind of people for that matter um when they when they wrote it for black men or for black people period i, th more, I think more specifically black men three you were three-fifths of a man three-fifths of a man um you were looked at as chattel horses not horses um mules donkeys work animals that's how they looked at us back then and in some and it's passed down. Um, nobody's blood is full of racism. It's more of a, you learn it. It's hereditary, hereditarily learned through generations. So you learn how to be racist. You learn how to despise people that don't look like you. Um, so when people can't understand that there's civil unrest and why, you know, you don't don't have to understand it because there's no, there's nothing to understand, you know, and and I chuckle because I had those feelings. I couldn't understand why people just didn't like black people. This was when I was younger, but then as the older I got, I got more furious. You know what I'm saying? But now I just laugh. This is why, like in middle school, I didn't understand it because you know you're coming from. You don't know any better, and then you're kind of thrown a little bit more into the world. You're kind of sprinkled a little bit. You're, there's some elements of real-world stuff that's sprinkled in to middle school. And then when you get to high school, especially public high school, we're just going to throw it all. We're just going to pour it on you. You know, you were flicked with water. You know you know how you wash your hands, you flick somebody with water? That's what middle school was. You, you didn't know. But now that you're well-versed into real-world stuff when you go to public school, public high school, we're going to just throw you in the deep end and figure it out. Um, so when I was about 15, I under ninth grade year, 15 years old, I understand, I understood that it, things ain't going to change. You know, you could change surface level stuff, but if you want real change, it's really rooted with deep with inside of you. If you want to change your life, you have to look inside, you have to look at yourself and say, what are you doing wrong? For racism, you have to look, the person that is being racist has to look inside of them and say, what are you doing wrong? Most of the time, they won't think they're doing anything wrong because no one has checked them about that behavior. So if the behavior is not checked, you can do whatever you want. So when little kids are being bad in public and their mom is not checking them or father's not checking them, that behavior, it's going to get way bigger 
when they get older. The behavior wasn't checked before then. Hence why, if you are a minority, you got hit when you were a kid. So you know that there's certain things that you can't do in public and to check the behavior. Because why are you acting a clown in public? And I'm not saying white people don't get hit or just don't get um, disciplined. Better term. Because people think of hit, they think of abuse. Discipline is not abuse. This is I just, it's just not. Then there's other ways of discipline. Now, I don't believe in physical discipline because I feel like anybody can take that. As soon as you get accustomed to it, uh, you can take it. You know what I'm saying? It's like getting hit. It's like getting, it's like playing football and getting hit repeatedly. Like if you keep getting hit repeatedly, and they're not gonna, and if that's your parent, they're not gonna go all the way and discipline you to the point of like bleeding and stuff like that. If that's if they love you. But I will say this about um, psychological discipline is different. Now there was a certain point where I couldn't get hit no more because I was just too old to get hit or discipline. Hit. Because discipline is a form, like I said, psychological discipline is a form of discipline. So, push-up position. That sucks. That I rather get hit because you you get hit for about 30, 30 seconds. Ooh, email. Thirty seconds to about. I gotta turn that off too. That's annoying. It mess up. That it, it it doesn't disrupt the flow, but it's just you, who wants to you, you hear like a like a ringer and then all of a sudden like what, what was that? But anyway, um. I'd rather get, and I know people will feel me on this. You guys will feel me on this. you rather get hit than the push-up position. You got about, if that, um, if that, because you're not pushing up. Like, you're not, and even in push-ups, you'd be like, I'm tired after, like, 25. Your arms hurt. So, realistically, you got about, I want to say, for me, I was younger, so um, now the discipline is you get kicked out the house. <laughs> but back then, I it was about a minute and a half, but you had about ninety seconds and longer. Like when you start, when your arms start shaking because it's a different pain, and it's not even the pain that you can't endure. It's psychologically. Until I tell you to get up, that's like the thing, and some they forget about you. So not they didn't not me per se, because they're in the same room, but that's just as worse as getting hit, or t- wall sits, or I remember one time my dad was so cold with it, even this, this part period, he had made his whole books and stuff like that, and if your arms, so he had his, hold her hand, arms out, even if you just hold it out like this, you'll get tired, <laughs> You ever did arm circles and how you're just kind of just going through the motions with arm circles and how tiring that is? Imagine having your arms straight out. And I and I and I thank my dad because he also gave me methods on how I'm gonna discipline my children. I'm not gonna hit you. No, 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 no. You wouldn't get the point. If but if I have you hold your arms out with textbooks or just a thick book on your arms, and if you drop your arms, you the time starts over, that is killer. I want to get hit. That's when the, <laughs> that's when those thoughts of getting hit creep up in your mind. You're like, I'd rather just take the whooping instead of holding my arms out because you don't know how long. It could be for five minutes, ten minutes, or even look at a wall. I remember one time, um, my mom made me sit down at the football practice. I got in trouble at school. This when I was younger. 
But you don't remember these things. Like I said, psycho the imprint's still there, right? So the psychological imprint's still there. So and this is another this is a tangent. I don't even know where I'm going with this. But um so she made me sit down and look at a wall. And I fell asleep after practice and stuff. But had she made me stand up, I would have been so upset. It, just looking at a corner of the wall. Go look at go look at the wall. <laughs> Not timeout. That's timeout. I remember my grandma used to do that. And that's how to put nobody on blast, but you have to understand, like, the reason why people act a certain way. Like, you and there's morals, and you create integrity, and you create some type of, like, respect for the people that discipline you this way. Because, and you, and it's an understanding of the world, and what not, and what to do, and what not to do. So the people that are storming the government building and stuff like that have never been disciplined in their life. And maybe they have been, but they just were whooped. They, they didn't understand the psychological part. You can always heal physically. That's why the, the mind will always be stronger than the body. To train your mind, body will follow. And that's why people that are, you know, you could be the most physically gifted person on planet Earth, but if your mind's not right, if your mind's broke, it that doesn't even matter. Mentally, you won't be able to focus. You, you, it doesn't matter. But... I remember time out was never um, go to your room. It was go look at a wall. Like, go look at the wall for however long. And you have to, you can't lean on the wall. You can't do this or that. And people are looking at you. They're talking to you. If you talk to them, you get in trouble too. You go look at the wall with them. It's just, it's just crazy, man. But that's what I mean, like, by, like, just, I don't know where I was even going with that. But I said, oh, I had to say this about the, the storm in the building. There's just some things you just don't need to understand. There's just some things that are incomprehensible. It, and when they, written, when they wrote the Constitution, it's, it's incomprehensible, you know, as a black person. You don't understand that because you don't, because you're not an American by their standards. Um, we are Americans as we live in America and birth certificate and rights and to a certain extent when it comes to rights and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, the root, if you go read the Constitution, there will not be anywhere saying that American, uh, a black person, African-American, is a part, is a citizen. So, it sucks. I know they're treating, it's unfair, it's unjust the way they're treating us. The people, the cops in Kenosha, uh, is it Kenosha, Milwaukee, or, or Kenosha, Wisconsin, rather, Milwaukee's a, a city, um, they didn't get charged, which is crazy to me, I don't know if the dude had passed, I don't think he did, maybe he did, I don't know, but it's just crazy to me, he got shot, and then camera, and then it didn't happen, so like I said, it, it, it's in, but it's set up, it's set up that way, you know, for them to protect one another. Um, so yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know, man, it's weird, it's weird, um, how we just, I don't know, it's like, it's a, it's a saying, you know, one step forward, two step, two steps back, we elected Biden and Harris, but then you got the conviction, knowing that the cops didn't get indicted, and then you got 
people, the Trump supporters storming a government building. Like, that's two steps back. Like, it's just, that's how the country's been, that's how the country's always in, always been. And like I said, it's biased. The country will always be biased. So, can't get mad at it. You can get mad at it, but it's not meant for you to understand. Um, But I'm back. And I didn't even want to talk about that, honestly. But that was just relevant in the news. My mom was watching it. So I just decided why not to talk about it. And that's and I talk about society and culture, so it makes sense for me to talk about it. But this is this I, I, I dedicate this this a good portion of this episode to my ladies out there, man. I was at the barbershop yesterday, shout out to my guy E. And he was like I'm not gonna tell you everything. I'm not even gonna tell you what we said in depth, but he was just like you gotta, you gotta give it up for the ladies, you know. You gotta, you gotta, and I feel as if I'm your surrogate boyfriend. You don't even know I'm your surrogate boyfriend, but I am your surrogate boyfriend. I just told you I'm your surrogate boyfriend. That does not mean hit me up or any of that stuff because I will not respond. But that just means I'm your surrogate boyfriend, and I want you to know that Slim cares about you deeply. And I'm smiling right now because it's ignorant to say that. Because, like, if you have a boyfriend, and if you're listening to this, <laughs> if you have a boyfriend, just, I want you to know, I'm not even your side man, because I don't believe in side people. I'm your surrogate. I'm your surrogate boyfriend. And for those who don't know the definition of surrogate, a surrogate is a substitute, especially a person uh, deputizing for another in a specific role or office, so I am your surrogate boyfriend, and fella, I'm not even, you know, I care about you ladies out there, man. you guys are, you know, the, the reason, and if you've, they told me, so shout out to my guy E, he was just like, you got to get the ladies because, you know, you get the ladies, everybody will follow, basically. So, and I'm not just doing that because just that. And, I've, and just, I'm not just trying to do that just for my plan and scheming and stuff like that. I really want a, a, a female's perspective on society and culture because I, I want a female co-host. Not just for the simple fact that I just feel, I want someone to be able to connect with the ladies. You know what I'm saying? I live with women. I've my, my majority of my life, a good portion of my life, I've been surrounded by women. But it's hard to connect with women on a that level. You know what I'm saying? And I've talked to many, plenty of women, but it's like I said, it's hard to connect on that level. Um. So yeah, but your surrogate boyfriend's here. That's the name of the episode: a surrogate boyfriend. Book it. Take it to the bank. Take me to Vegas. Um. But, yeah, as your surrogate boyfriend, I've noticed your, your man is insecure. So, I was, I posted a picture yesterday, and I couldn't understand it for the life of me. I, um, so there's this one girl I used to talk to, I'm not going to say her name, for I keep it, you know, I try to keep it anonymous and the anonymity, I try to, you know, make sure that I don't name drop. And, I, and, because I'm not, I'm not messy, I'm petty. Um, but what I'm about to say, later on, I'm going to get a little messy, and that's just what it's going to be. Um, whatever, you know, I don't like being an antagonist or an instigator because it's like, I'll be chilling. That's not my character. Like I said, if it's brought to my attention, I'm going to address it. But I'll sometimes, and even sometimes I'll even, you know, if I got to shoot first, I'll shoot first. But usually I'm a, 
you know, calculated thinker. And in a, in a, in, when I retaliate, it's very calculated and meticulous and methodical. And I just think about what I'm going to say, you know. If you didn't think about what, you're, what, what you said at the shot or the diss, I'm going to think about something that's going to go way over your head and everybody else is going to get it. That's how I retort and that's how I respond to a diss. But anyway, I've only been dissed a few times. And the people that have dissed me didn't want no smoke. So that's when I was like, I'm not even going to diss nobody. Because if you guys are just going to talk mess, but then not, you know, bring it to my attention, say it to my face, then who cares? At that point, who cares? It's, just, it's beyond me. It's beyond me. Beyond my comprehension. But um, not even beyond my comprehension. I just don't care no more. But anyway, I... um. So, I used to talk to her a few years ago, and she's really good looking. Now, she, again, that's another uh, topic to talk about. And the insecurities, I, the dudes, man, dudes be so insecure, man, it's so crazy. I, so, during that span of like, a, so she had gotten a new man. So, I'm going to break it down. And maybe I could be wrong, I don't care. But this, I find it funny because I know dudes are insecure, Right. And for me, I haven't accomplished anything or I haven't. I don't care about what other people have to say about me for me to be insecure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't made enough money to be like, I'm insecure about my money. Like, I'm just not. I just don't care. I'm, I'm in my own lane. I'm doing my own thing. You know, like I said, I'm blazing my own path and I'm cultivating my own stuff, like my own, you know, whatever. I'm just doing my own thing. And um, so anyway, so she had. Take a took a break from her man to get at me. So we got we talked to each other for a little bit, and then got back with her man, right? And everybody was like, "Well, then." But she, I bless God, bless her soul, and I thank her for making me realize this at a young age, because what I was what she was doing is what y'all be doing, what y'all be doing currently, right? And a lot of people were like, "Well, what makes you think that she's not gonna do that to you, Diaz?" And blah blah blah. I was just like, nothing. There's nothing, there's no indicators that say that she wouldn't do it. But there's also no indicators saying that she will do it. So, I just was just going with the flow. And also, that's how the game went. That's when I really knew that, okay, that was just the game. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because I knew she had a man on the side and I was just her surrogate boyfriend. And then, for, <laughs> for a surrogate boyfriend, for a lack of better terms, it's just you're the side piece. But... As her, but you want to clean it up and, you know, as her surrogate boyfriend, I um, didn't really, like, it didn't phase me that she had another dude. That she had her, her her man and then I was just a surrogate. It didn't phase me. And, like, I, and honestly, I looked for that more. I don't know. I still kind of am. Like, I don't want to get with you, but I want to have fun, you know. We don't, it don't even got to be on no sexual relations. It's just going to have some fun. We go kick it type stuff. I'm your surrogate boyfriend. If your boyfriend's acting acting a donkey, come holla at me. You know what I mean? I'm here. I'm your surrogate boyfriend. I'm on the, I'm on, I don't want to be with you, but I want to be around you. Slogan. 20, 2024, I'm the president. I don't want to be with you, but I want to be around you. If you guys can see, I'm pointing. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, that's what um, happened back then. But anyway, between that time, back to the insecurities. So between that time, she liked my pictures. Appreciate it. 
good looking dude. I know I'm good looking. Like my pictures and stuff like that. Got a new boyfriend. The love stopped. I couldn't even contact her. I was like, like what? Like I couldn't contact. I couldn't contact her no more. And it kind of like made me feel weird because I was just like, why can't I contact you? You know, like. And here's the thing about her. She's so like, which I'm really attracted to. She's not really on social media like that. Like she'll post every now and then and things of that nature. But she won't like, you know what I'm saying? She won't um, like post all the time. Like now my, my life is catered around social media and stuff like that. So I have to like kind of be present and active on it and just promote my stuff and my brand and build my brand. That's how you do stuff like that. You know, social media is one of the best ways to build a brand. Back then it used to be a website and word of mouth and a flyer and da 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 da. But now social media is the brochure. Social media is the flyer. So I can't get off of it, right? As much as I try to get off Snapchat and stuff like that, I made another Snapchat that's more personal. But I was just on it, and I was like, I don't even know half these people. That I, I don't. I added like a few more people that I kind of that I thought I knew, or that I thought was good looking, and they're good looking. I just don't know who they are. Like that's just my thing. I just don't know who they are. Obviously, they're females, but or women. I just don't know who they are. So, anyways, I was like, okay, um, that's cool. You know, start liking my pictures. Figured I, but then I, it hit me. I was so I couldn't go to sleep. Had insomnia. I still have it. But I, I think it's getting. I don't know if it's getting better or worse. I'll get back to the insecure part. Uh, insecurities. I, I be having dreams, but then I wake up. So I went to bed at two o'clock. Woke up at five, and then stayed up for like three hours, and then went back to sleep, and then I couldn't go back to sleep, like, it was all fuzzy, it was uncomfortable sleep, um, and my body, I got hot, my body temperature kept rising, and I, and I couldn't understand why, so, you know, if anybody has any sleep methods, please let me know, I have a weighted blanket, that don't even work, um, I just had insomnia, my mind's always racing, but anyway, I um I'm, I'm, I want to try meditating before. I'm going to try that tonight. Just try meditating before I go to bed. Just deep breathing and then just fall out. Um, but anyway, so I was just like, okay. Um, stop showing me love, which is weird. And, and then I just, it's, to me, it just... So that's pretty much it. Like, but I feel like, like I said, and I, and I couldn't reach her. So then I saw, so I said that before. I couldn't reach her. I couldn't contact her, communicate. You know, because I'm one of those guys that I check up on you periodically. You know, I, I still care. As your surrogate boyfriend, I care. I don't care enough to hit you up and blow up your phone every day. Trust me, I will not do that. That look like a darn, I look like a damn fool doing darn fool. I look like a damn fool doing that. But I did that with one person terrible. I don't blow up people's phone, man. Like, what, who am I? What? Who am I? Don't blow up my phone either. If I'm not responding, I'm busy. Or I just don't want to talk to you. Then that's totally fine. Come on. We all got to grow up. But anyway, so I felt like, and, and I and I know who the guy, I know, I know the guy who she's dating. Um, and I was just like, you could tell when some dudes are insecure. You know, ladies know that. You're like, oh, you look insecure. <laughs> I think that's just a thing that girls have, that that power. But women are like psychic. Like, women are dope. 
First of all, women are the most powerful beings. No matter what species, it could be a shark, it could be uh, a whale, it could be uh, a bear, a moose, a buffalo. I'm not calling girls mooses, buffaloes, whales, sharks. I'm not calling them that. A ostrich. Women are so powerful and dope because they could literally. They first of all. They could control a man. They got mind control, like Debo. You know what I'm saying? They got mind control. Oh, hit the mic. Don't break the mic. They got mind control. And what I mean by that is there's a, the, the private area. The private part is the most has the most control over a male. That's the trump card. You know what a trump card is? A trump card is like a card that overrules all of the cards. And... Yeah. Dudes kill over it. Like, dudes go to war over it. They go to war over the vagina. Trump card. The ultimate trump card. But that's, like, low on why I think women are dope. That's, like, probably fifth. Because um, it's... Like, the, don't get me wrong. The fifth one is powerful. As can be, trust me. It's powerful. But it's really powerful. Like, really powerful. But anyway. um, So... The first one is like the nurturing aspect of it. Like I, I said this, and I believe it. I, th I think every kid doesn't need a father or a dad, but every kid needs a mother. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that one hundred percent. I believe that you need a woman in your life. You need like some type of maternal guidance and instinct within you. Um. Another one. Another. The second one. Like super, I don't know if there's even five. There might be like just three, but um, the the raw like emotion that is shown with the, within a woman is just ridiculous to me. Cause women know what's wrong with you before you even know what's wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like they know what's wrong, and they're gonna talk you. They're gonna talk it out of you. You know, and that's the beauty of it because that's what you need as a dude, as a male. I don't know what this whole I like talking to my, my my sisters and my mom about my problems. Like I don't mind that because they have they give some of the best advice and most of the time it's girl related stuff. I talk to my dad about dude or just you know dude related stuff and you never ask a dude about girls because they don't they give the worst advice or suggestions when it comes to girls. You ask a girl about a girl. Like if you have a girlfriend, you ask your girl one of your girlfriends, you know about. One of your surrogate girlfriends about the problem, <laughs> but no, um, you ask, you ask them, you ask one of your lady friends how to deal with this particular situation that you got going on between you and your girlfriend. That's how you handle certain situations and stuff like that. You never ask a dude girl problems, um, you know. Like I said, and they, they, the raw emotion that they show, and that they just know something's wrong. I just think that's so cool. Um. Because dudes don't always show it. I'm trying to get better at showing it. I'm trying to get better at displaying it. Um, I have a hard time displaying it. You know, I don't, I don't cry. I laugh. That's my way of crying. Is laughter. I laugh at stupid stuff. I laugh. I just laugh. All right, you know. So, but I'm trying to get better at that. I'll just say that. But um, but I just think women are just so dope, man. Like I said, from the maternal instinct to showing physical like. And, like, just the mind element. Like, they can really mind control people. Right? It's the mind control. 
Like for real. Like it's scary. Like so I told you, the girl I was like, I was, I was sprung. I've never been sprung over somebody. That was the last time I was sprung over somebody. Real deal, holy field. That was two years ago, right? Sprung. I was so sprung. And like I said, they will have you thinking about them. <laughs> and she has a man. I, I, two years later, I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking about her life. I wonder what she's doing. I wonder how she is. I wonder how her family is. I'm like, yeah, mind control. She controlled me. You know, <laughs> controlled. If I had a way to communicate, I would. But I'm not even scared. Here's the thing. I'm scared of the not getting the reaction. I think getting the response would be probably more scary. And I'm not a scary dude. I'll say, if I can say it to you on text, I can say it to your face. I don't care. But scary guy. Uh, nonetheless, about when it comes to her, or, you know, scared. You're like, you don't, want, you, you don't want to mess it up. You don't want to, like, you know, it's scary. But I feel like her dude is like, I don't like overbearing people. I, that, I feel like you're, if you're overbearing, you're insecure. Uh, especially when it comes to relationships. As far as like boy and girl. Into like that type of intimacy. You should be able to let your partner be free and grow within the relationship. Let herself find let her find herself within the relationship. Um, and vice versa. Obviously, you know what it is at the end of the day. But there's always going to be someone that looks better. Even if you're in a relationship, there's always going to be somebody that you think is cute. Maybe not even look better, but you think that looks that's just cute. But you're with them, so that's fine. You know, um, you can't get in, you can't be insecure about another dude looking at your girl. Like, bro, that is like the ultimate compliment without compliment. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's body language. That's a verbal. That's an indicator in your head. That's a that's a neuron. That's you know it hit a neuron in your brain. You're like, oh. Oh, okay, so he's looking at her. I must got the baddest chick in the bar or in the club or in the lounge or in the store or or in the gym or wherever you're at in the park, like at the park. Like you have the baddest chick. That is like a good sign. That's a good sign. Um, Got the baddest chick in the game. Like who wouldn't want? That's a compliment. If everybody's looking at your girl, compliment. And that tells you about you. And another reason why girls elevate your game, they elevate they elevate your status. You know what I'm saying? The reason why a lot of girls get try to get at dudes who are in relationships because it's like I, whatever he has, I want that. This is free. I'm trying to. You're lucky I'm not charging you. I'm not. You're lucky I'm not charging you guys. Cause I'd have been like hove. Y'all think it's bougie. I'm like, it's fine. But I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for $9.99. This is a million dollars worth of game for $9.99. For 10 bucks, I'm giving you guys a million dollars worth of game. Crazy. But, um, crazy. Think about it. But, um, yeah. So, like, they want whatever he has. And whatever she has, they want. Obviously, because in relationships. So, something's working. And they're seeking that same thing. They want a relationship, so something's working. Now, sometimes it go about the wrong way. Um, I'd ask the girl. It's her standards, whatever the case may be. But um, 
Yeah, bro. Like, come on, man. I just don't like insecure dudes. Like, if you're gonna watch your girl, like, and I get in, I'm like, oh, you're friendly. Da, 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 da. I'm like, it's not even being friendly. It's just like, first of all, me and her are cool, cordial. I wouldn't say we're friends, um, but we're cool peoples. Like, I consider her cool peoples. If I if I were to hit her up today, I it'd be nothing but love and respect. We're cool peoples, cordial. You know. Like I said, I don't like I'm your surrogate boyfriend without you even knowing I'm your surrogate boyfriend. I don't want to. I don't want to be with you. I just want to spend time with you. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in your physical presence. I don't want to date you. I don't want you to take me back to your mom. And if you do, I'm just Diaz. I'm not. I'm your friend Diaz. You can even say I'm. I'm this is Diaz. He's my SB. <laughs> and maybe like, what's the SB? Oh, I'm. Uh, I'm a surrogate boyfriend. Spit out the drink. Cue it. Spit it out. Be like, <clears throat> what? What is that? <laughs> I'm. Come on, man. I feel like I'm E40. I'm. I'm just, I'm just coining new terms. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. And her sister though. Oh my god. I feel disrespectful talking about someone else's sister that I used to talk to. Oh, but oh my god. I know. I, I just. I sound like twisted when I just said all that. But um, I'll say it slower. I feel I feel I feel disres- I feel disrespectful when I talk about someone's sister that I used to talk to. Uh, but her sister is really 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 pretty, like really really like that whole family is just gorgeous. Period. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what the dad looked like. That don't even matter. He's gorgeous too. He's a good looking dude. I don't even I don't even know him. But what I seen from her and her sister, I seen a little bit of the mom. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. You know? And, you know, and this is me, man. And I, I share you, you, these are my stories. But, um, yeah, so, I'm just talking to her. I just say that. But in the sense of, like, I don't want to be with her, I feel like, but she, but I'll say this. She's the closest thing I have that I've ever talked to that's like me. Same ideology, same ideas, like the closest person. The closest, the closest thing. And I know you don't want to talk to someone that's just like you, but I don't mind that. I enjoy my company. And she be chilling, man. Like, when you don't have, when you're not trying to, when you're not, she's active on social media, like, you see her presence, you see it, but she's not, like, doing everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, every now and then you see her face, you be like, yo, she's, mm, mm, mm. you know what I mean? You know, you gotta be like, okay, okay. But you but then it hits you in your head, you're like, oh, I can't even. I can't even act upon that. But that's besides the point. Um Yeah, I just like when like dudes are insecure, man. Like from that, like I can't like a certain dude's picture because of we had history or whatever. That's something totally different. Um, but her not liking another dude's picture if he's good looking, that's just weird to me. I wouldn't even stop my girl from doing that. I like whatever. Like, okay, that's fine. Cool. You know, and 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 everybody's like, well, it should be the same way. I don't expect it to be the same way. I I you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't expect it to be. If I like another girl's picture, she's gonna try to chop my head off. But if she does it, I'm like, okay, that's fine. It just shows you where I'm at in my life and just where I'm at with me and how I feel about myself. You know what I'm saying? Because insecurities are just um, 
push the or insecurities that are shown in that like of being an overbearing person it shows you how you, you it shows something about yourself that you don't have right within yourself so yeah i mean i just don't i don't know i don't sound like insecurities like dudes who have insecurities are just it's just weird to me that you have them and i get everybody has insecurities to a certain extent i don't i truly don't think i have insecurities if my if i have any insecurities it's about me being rude or mean but i just don't I, I i'm not mean or rude i just don't take no mess but it might come off as that so i understand what, i understand why people call me mean or rude um i also speak facts too i speak the truth so you know you could take that you could take it or you could take it or leave it or take it if you take it with a grain of salt please please with a grain of salt or with a mustard seed i don't know look man leave me alone don't ever call me rude or mean um but if I had, if that's like my only insecurity that I have, if I have one, but, um, yeah, she, you know, but she, yeah, insecurity, I just like, I don't like people with insecurity. Like, I don't, uh, I don't like being messy, man. I was going to do something so foul, but I decided not to, because I'm like, I'm not, I'm the petty king, I'm not messy, I'm the petty king. I, uh, I was going to do, buy this... Buy one of my friends a gift. She has a boyfriend. Now, I hung out with her before. And if you're listening, this is, you know. You know it's about you. Um, hung out with her before. She had, well, she was still dating uh, her boyfriend. And I'm her, I'm her surrogate boyfriend. She just, she she doesn't know that. She probably knows now. I kept saying it over and over. This is something I totally different now. We're on a different person. I'm, I'm more, clo- I'm closer to this person than the last person I told you guys, talked to you guys about. Um... And I asked her, I was like, did you, how does your boyfriend feel about us hanging out? She was like, well, he doesn't like it. And I was just like, is he insecure? She said, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't ask him. I didn't ask her if she was insecure, if he was insecure. I asked um, him, I asked her, is, is he the jealous type? She said, yeah. And then I said, okay, so he's insecure. Got it. And am I the jealous type? Mm, no. I'm just not, because... I'm not worried about other people, you know. And my thing was like, why is he? In, like, why? And then that brought me to my next point. Like, am I a threat? Like, I know some people look at me as a threat without me being a threat, right? Excuse me. I used to get that a lot. They're like, "Oh, you're a threat." I'm like, "A threat to whom?" Ah, people hate on me just because. I'm like, don't be mad because I'm. I have a better relationship with your girlfriend than you do. We're not even on that level of intimacy. And you're lucky because I didn't take it there. Let's be real. Let's be honest. I've had, I've known a lot of girls who have a lot of boyfriends and dudes and stuff like that. Totally fine. But I also know how far I could have took it while they were in the relationship. I've had better relationships with girlfriends who are in relationships than their own relationship. I just didn't push up on it. I just, I feel the need. I don't, I don't, I just think it's, for me, it's rude. It's disrespectful to push up on somebody else's relationship, especially if they're happy. Um, there's no need. There's just no need for me to do that. I don't need to act upon that relationship because, come on, dude, there's a good jillion, billion, I don't even know, girls on the earth and I'm worried about one. 
out of the gajillion, billion, trillion, billion. I don't like, look, man, there's billions of girls on the earth and I'm worried about one. It makes no sense to me. Um, dime a dozen. Come on, man. Like Dallasan said, he said he teaches the dimes like fives. Don't do that. Disrespectful. I don't do that. But I don't, you know, I don't look at you any differently if you look better than one particular person. But that's not what I'm trying to say. I just don't like when people are insecure. Especially when it comes to me. Like, I am probably one of the least people you should worry about. And I don't have a problem telling that. I even said to her, I was like, I want to meet your boyfriend. She's like, why? So there's, so we can clear up any, any, so he can look me up and down and I can look him up and down. That's why I want to meet him. You want to know why people want to meet other people's uh, significant others or spouses? Look them up and down. If he feels threatened, I will get the I will get the the red alarm. The red flag will go up. I'll be like, oh, he's threatened, cause he'll look me up and down multiple times. You know what I'm saying? And there's two reasons how I think he would feel threatened. If he talks to me too much, if he talks to me a lot, now I get it, you're trying to build a friendship or whatever. But if he's trying to build a friendship. Then he's just doing too much. I'm like, you, bro, you're insecure, bro. Like, relax, calm down. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need you to be my best friend. You know what I'm saying? You can be cool, and I'm here for more friends. But um, or if he lifts me up and down, and doesn't say anything, I'm like, then I'm on his mind. <laughs> I'm on his mental. I'm rent free in his head. You know, and I don't like being rent free in anybody's head. But I've been rent free in people's heads. Whenever I come up, I'm rent free. I'd be like, why? Like, I don't do anything that uh, warrants rent-freeness. Like, you don't have to be, like, you could just relax. You can just, you know, I don't, it's just weird. I, it's, it's upsetting and it's disappointing. I'm in, and, I'm th- and people are like, oh, you're dis, uh, when I say this, I don't want nobody to get offended. I'm disappointed in the girl. Here's why. I'm disappointed because you didn't clear up any anything, like anything that would say that um that we're not that we're not I mean I'm your surrogate boyfriend, but like that we're not like seeing each other or anything like that. You you didn't clear that up with him. Like if he thinks that, then he's gonna always think that. But you have to like tell him, reassure him. There's nothing going on, there's nothing going on, there's nothing going on. Just please let him know. Now, like I said, if I was disrespectful, and if I and here's the thing, I, I want to meet your dude. So I, if I know if I like him or not, if he passed my vibe check, it's good. But if he didn't, <laughs> and I come in there, you know, and now then I become now I might become the real boyfriend. Yeah, and then you become the surrogate, not even the surrogate, whatever, you know. Then you become whomever, you know. Then you become the guy she used to talk to and date. You become her ex. I become the boyfriend. I went from surrogate to the boyfriend. I went from six man to starter. So that's how you do it. Um, but yeah, if you pass the vibe check, man, you're good. You're good. And everybody's like, and then the girls could say all they want. This is why I like girls too, because they be denying stuff even though they know it's true. They be like, oh, but I'm going, you know, I date him. I do it. I'm like, if I show you a whole different side of me. Come on. If I give 100% and try to really get at you, you'd be like, okay. Then you'd be sitting there contemplating, talking to your mom, crying on her, on the stoop of her, on the foot of her bed, talking about, I, I don't, I'm confused, I'm conflicted, I'm befuddled. 
if I tried 100%. That goes for everybody. <laughs> I'm your surrogate boyfriend. If I tried 100%, me being a surrogate boyfriend requires about 25%, anywhere from 25 to 50% of effort to try to be your man. 25 to 50%, depending on who you are. And ladies out there, my, my lovely ladies, I love you guys so much. I'm your surrogate boyfriend. Now, with that being said, if I know you and I try to and I thought about getting at you and if I try to and if I apply, if I cranked it just a little bit, just to a uh, seventy-five, you'd be like, you foot at your mom's bed, confused, conflicted. You'd be on Facetime with your siblings. I don't know what to do. He's just, I don't know. That that's you. And this is me. Rubbing my hands together like Birdman. I didn't want to do it. And this is so wrong. I want you... <laughs> ladies, I, this is wrong. I'm dead wrong. I get it. I get it. But I told you. Like I said, I've retired. But I retired from the game. I'm not doing that stuff. I'm not doing that manipulative stuff anymore. I could easily do that. It's so... Bro, it's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy that I don't even like doing it. It's so easy that I feel bad that I'm doing it. That's how easy it is. But, um, yeah, I could easily be, yeah. <laughs> you think you're safe? <laughs> okay. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, insecure dudes make me, I'm not a threat. Anybody out there that I know has a boyfriend that I'm close to, not a threat. Not even close to a threat. And you do the right thing. If I hit you up and you have a boyfriend... And we're not really close. You do the right thing. And you just, you dub me. You just, whatever. You open the message, whatever. You do not respond. Because if I get a response, then I'm already in your head. Then I, then, I, then I already got what I wanted. I got the response. That's all that mattered. <laughs> That's all that mattered to me anyway. I got the response. But another thing I wanted to talk about, which kind of falls into the same realm of being messy or petty, is I, when I was thinking about, um, oh, girl... I was like, there are only two people. So every girl that I talked to, I felt like, except for two people, except for two of them, I felt like I looked better than. And I know that's kind of arrogant, ignorant for me to say. Not even ignorant. It's more arrogant than ignorance. But um, arrogance than ignorance. I, it's wrong to say that. Because you're not supposed to think that as a dude, right? But I'm like... I said this about the Petty King on the Petty King episode. I elevate the girls I talk to. I elevate them. I make them not want to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I give them so much confidence and free will and just freedom, be the free, be a free spirit that they don't even want to be in a relationship no more. I want them to conquer the world. I want them to be the queens that they are destined to be and that and that they're gonna be. And you don't need a king at the particular moment. Because kings come in and ruin stuff sometimes, you know? You got a good thing flowing, they kind of ruin it. Trust me. I, I've done it before. Um, so, it just didn't, you know? But anyway. But it's just no girls elevated me. And I, and I think that's the real reason why I left. And it, it looks don't have to, nothing to do with that. To a certain, but, but looks play a part in elevating someone's confidence and stuff like that. You know? Um... You get with a good-looking dude, you know what I'm saying? You feel like you're good-looking as well because you got with a good-looking guy, right? 
And if you got what an ugly dude, you feel like you're ugly. You feel like, you know, whatever the case may be. But, yeah, there's only two people that I think that I look better, that look better than me. That I think look better than me. It's all girl that I talked to two years ago. And it's just one girl that I used to talk to. <laughs> yeah, it's the one girl. So if I told you guys, I didn't tell you guys this, huh? Is this too much? I'm saying it. I'm saying it. It's my show. I can say what I want. Uh, stop cracking your knuckles. And I just cracked my knuckles. I'm sorry. I um. So I used to talk to this girl, right? And I used to remember the girl. I kept saying like the closest I've been to a relationship with was the girl. I t- but that was the so the girl that I think was better than me the other half. She, um, that's her cousin. Oh yeah, like get the air horn, you know what I'm saying? That's her cousin. So I the girl I was close to dating was her cousin, and I felt so. Um, first of all, I felt bad, I, but I didn't know. So when it first happened, I didn't know. And when I found out, I was like, I was like that Weebay meme where he was like, where he was just looking like, no way. That was me. I didn't know. I felt stupid, but I didn't stop. That's the, the messy part. I didn't stop. And I, this is going to get even more messy. We stopped talking, not because of me. I think it was because of her. So I got back at her. For stop messing with me, I mess with her cousin. That's how I got. That's like to get back. It's court. It dude. You're like that. You know, the truth comes out of the bag. The cat is out of the bag. The cat's out now. You know what I mean? You know. Hopefully, you don't come to my house with pitchforks and stuff, cause old girl knows where I live. But um. But yeah, I just you know. Yeah. But she, I, she's so, she's gorgeous. The two girls that look better than me are gorgeous. And I'm handsome. So, they're, you know, they're gorgeous. Gorgeous girls. And they're both in relationships. So that tells you something about me. That's why I'm a surrogate boyfriend. Um, um, yeah, but I don't want nobody to feel bad. Or, I don't, and I mean no disrespect to the people that I don't think look better than me. The girls that I talk to that, I, you know, you might feel like you're disrespected or slighted. Don't feel bad. Because I'm still your surrogate boyfriend. And Diaz, York, Slim, I still got love for you. I still love you. I want you to understand that. I still care about you. I still hit you up every now and then. I will always hit you up every now and then. We might even get something to eat one day. Depending on how I'm feeling. Because I don't like going out the house. Um, Homebody. I record and then I sleep. I go to work, record, and I just chill. Um... Or I'm reading, or I'm working on something else. I don't. I usually. I'm usually. I just like to stay busy throughout the day. Um. I'm your surrogate boyfriend. Just know that. Even if you feel like I slighted you, then that last little rant. I'm your surrogate still. Um. This is uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was. This is some totally off topic. This is not even nowhere near. You know, my ladies. That was for y'all. Ladies, that was for y'all. Even though it kind of, it, it, I don't know. It, it, did it feel like it? I don't know. It, it felt like it. It felt like I felt like I was talking to you guys, directly to you guys and stuff like that. Talking about insecurities and you know how powerful you guys are. And I still believe you guys are super, super powerful women. All women are powerful in their own mystique and unique way. Um, 
which I love. That's why I'm your surrogate boyfriend. Because some way, out of, out of all the girls I talk to, there's somewhat an imp- they left somewhat of an imprint on me that I would never go away for the rest of my life. So I thank you for that. You changed me. Whether you know it or not, you changed me. Now you know. Well, the impact of it, you probably don't know, but you changed me. And that's all I will say about that. But this is something totally different about something totally different now. So I was um, on social media. and I, So first of all, I watched The Weeknd's video, Save Your Tears. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. And they were just like... And so his face was like over um exaggerated and he looked like a character so he had plastic it looked like he got face reconstructed surgery done and everybody was like i hope it's not real and blah, blah, blah. i'm like um first of all look on his instagram page now i'm no dummy but i know how f- long it'll probably take to be to have facial reconstructions like facial reconstruction surgery on your face like hence the name face facial and when you have, like, it's going to take a long time, especially you're on bed rest and on the medication. And if he did that, we would never see his face. And, like, a few days before, his face was fine. Yeah, I, and I didn't understand it. So everything he did, I like the, um, he has, like, characters. that In, in each movie, music video, it's like a different movie. He has different characters. And he had blinding lights. First of all, he has, like, his videos are crazy. He has blinding lights. He has heartless. He has savior tears. I gotta think. Of, I gotta watch all the other ones. But, but he's a talented. He's the closest thing we have to Michael Jackson. Yeah, people will say Chris Brown. I like the inspiration for Chris Brown was Michael Jackson and like Usher and stuff like that. I like the weekend as far as like the the dark side of Michael Jackson, like the. He still, we can still pop, but the things he talks about is like what Future and Young Thug talk about. Like, it's his own thing, and people really respect him because he's just, you know, crazy. He's just super crazy talented. He's one of my favorite musicians. He's probably, um, if he was included in the King of R&B, like, conversation, I think he should be because he's really the, the melodic notes he be hitting and just, he can really sing too. Like, I was watching the Blinding Lights uh, performance at the VMAs. It was so great. He was at the top of a skyscraper with the fireworks behind him, with heli- with the helicopters focusing on him. I loved it. I loved it. You know, and my only, if I had a knock against it, he said he didn't really, like, move around too much. And I understand why. You're, like, you're really cautious when you're on a skyscraper. He probably had to get a lot of clearance from this his management and everybody had to make sure he was okay. They, and he had to be okay with doing that. So, which is cool that he did that. And and he's going to... And then when I found out, I looked it up yesterday or last night. He, he's performing at the Super Bowl 55, I think. He will... He's going to buy... He's going to body that performance. I think he's one of the greater performances that we have. I don't. I can't speak... English anymore. He's one. Of, he's one of the better ones. Um, and he's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just I love the weekend. You know, and he hasn't had a bad album. I've enjoyed all of his albums that he's had. 
The one, if I had to say one that was underwhelming was probably Kissland. But then he came out with Beauty Behind the Madness. And then he came out with Starboy. And then he came out, what was um, My Dear Melancholy. And then he came out with, um, is it Alone Again? I think that's his call. I think that, I, I gotta look it up. I have the album on my phone. The album's phenomenal. After Hours, excuse me. Alone Again is the first song, but After Hours. Oh my lord. It's just so crazy. Let's look at his discography for a minute. I like the video of Save Your Tears. Oh, Echoes of Silence and House of Balloons. But Echoes of Silence was like, yeah, that was that's the same. That was on the same one as um, the tr trilogy. Trilogy was the first album that has uh, um, House of Balloons and Echoes of Silence and some of his other previous works that he's done. And he put it on, on trilogy. He's called. Maybe it's just uh, yeah, because there's three albums. Yeah. But he's cold. The weekend is like one of the man. I'm a huge fan. I'm about to get an XO shirt. Thursday is what it was called. Yeah. And wicked games. People don't even know about that. That was my joint. Oh my god. That was my. I'm about to go play that. I'm about to go take a shower and go play that. It's just cold. But um. Yeah, man. I think we're good. I think that's. I think that's about it. Um, as your surrogate boyfriend, ladies, um, I appreciate you guys, um, for listening to this episode. Um, you guys, I love you guys. You guys are much appreciated. It's an honor talking to you guys. Um, if you listen to all at this point in the episode, a little lengthy, I understand, but I'm trying to extend the episodes for my videos and stuff like that. But, um, let's go ahead and give yourselves a round of applause. If you stayed this long. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. I love you guys. You guys are the best. You guys are awesome. Make sure you guys take care of one another. Make it, make sure you guys take your vitamins. Mask up. Um, be safe during these strange times within the country. And um, it has been an honor. It's been a pleasure. I am your host. Or, excuse me. This has been another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, Diaz York, Slim, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of the Six. And I will see you guys soon. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace.